0: freedom 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 over fame freedom over f- f- cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcasts and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives, on Twitter and TikTok at unsolicited underscore PER. Watch us live every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on YouTube and Twitch. Our audience continues to grow with each and every episode. And I humbly thank you. Welcome. It's a sibling happy hour. I'm with my sis Jay Andrea. We're gonna be talking about transgender people playing sports, Trump got indicted, and a Starbucks lawsuit. But first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing all right. At first, before we jumped on here. Uh, everybody, we don't do a pre-production meeting. It is literally, hey, hey, Jay, this is what we're going to talk about today. Uh, right. You ready to go? <laughs> like, there's and, it no pre- and it shows,
1: and it shows. <laughs>
0: whatever, <laughs> whatever. But I was going to choose violence to start the show. Yeah. But right before He's- we hopped on, like literally seconds before we hopped on, my sister was complaining. Because if you guys ever watched the YouTube uh, videos, and you guys are, I, I would just say you guys absolutely are. Some of these long videos are getting hundreds, not hundreds, going into triple digits. So I'm very, yeah. very grateful. And the average view time is long. It's not like y'all yeah. are watching it for 10 minutes and shutting it off. Y'all are watching it for a little bit. But if you pay attention to the YouTube, my sister is light-skinned. And uh, yeah. that's just what it is. She was complaining. I,
1: I prefer melanin deficient.
0: Okay. But sure. Well, whatever you want to call it but she was yeah. describing to me like you know you was in your teens meeting earlier and you was looking very very light-skinned I was like yeah Jay you know you liked yeah I was like but
1: Some- sometimes I don't know though like sometimes <sighs> I feel like I'm darker than I really am and then I look and then I see myself and I'm like wow <laughs> I look I am the color of a white woman. Like, I don't look like a white woman, but I am the, I'm definitely the color of a white woman. And I have been mistaken for a white woman from time to time.
0: Now, see, I get it with our mom, because our, our mom has-
1: Very fair skin, blue eyes. It's, not,
0: it's She has white skin. You have fair skin. Mom has white skin.
1: Fair to me is white. Fair is just a way <laughs> of saying white.
0: No, like when people look at you, they know that you're not white, but they, they yeah. don't know quite what you are. Um yes. I would
1: say I would say for the most part, black people know I'm black, but that's where the buck stops. Like everyone else, I'm, I'm racially ambiguous to everyone else. But I did take a poll on social media at one point. <laughs> And I was like, "How do I come off?" Because I went to a doctor's office and was mistaken for Asian, and so
0: I don't, I don't know how that's I, possible. I had
1: a, I had a mask on. Maybe that's oh, okay. I, I mean, mean, you are
0: yellow. You're more than anything. You're yellow.
1: I have a, a tint that is of a yellowish hue. Correct. You look
0: like a Simpson.
1: Can you phrase it better? <laughs> Just, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not like I'm sensitive about it or anything. I mean, damn. You,
0: you but, like uh, Lisa from The Simpsons. That's almost exactly how you are. Just yeah. You know, so I brainiac. took a
1: I took a poll on on social media, and mm-hmm. black people, of course, are like the people who are mistaking you for other races are not black, right? And I'm like, correct. And like, yeah, that's we know you're black. We know you're off off black, <laughs> like off Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we know, but I know I have been mistaken. I have been mistaken for white and I didn't know until it was at a hospital. I went to the ER one time. They were doing my intake and she put me down as a white woman. And I was just, and it was another white woman. And I was just like, who are you looking at? Because maybe I'm delusional. <laughs> but
0: I, I don't same. think
1: I could be mistaken for white.
0: No, I would say that, you know, you're fair skin and but nobody, Mm -hmm. especially when you wear your hair a certain way, like like you could go very natural. But people that know you and the reason why I think that you forget sometimes you light skin, because all right, for all people that are not black that are listening to this, I'm going to let you behind the curtain a little bit in the black community. My sister carries herself and her energy is very dark skinned. Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> she's very. I, she has very dark skin energy. And how mm-hmm. can I? How can I describe it to the people out there? The stereotypes between dark skinned black people and light skinned black people,
1: because there uh, are very unfair stereotypes. Extremely unfair. And I want to just be clear. I uh do not have a dog in the colorism fight like we all know that that's just not the lane for light-skinned people when we're talking about colorism and the effects of colorism that is for darker skinned people and we need to be highlighting that more and and staying in our lane and staying out of it but yeah i i I carry myself I would say my melanin is spiritual uh, <laughs>
0: the, the stereotypes for dark skinned people is that they're more aggressive mm-hmm. and light skinned people is more passive. That's yes. that's the the the, the light skinned people are trying to be pretty and all this stuff to try and say, right. hey, how look how cute I am. And dark skinned people are just not like that. Which it, these are stereotypes that yes. aren't even really good stereotypes. Cause
1: and, they- and it's so untrue because right. some of the softest and most feminine women that I know mm-hmm. in my life are darker skinned women and just beautiful and sweet. And, you know, will let you know about yourself if they need to, but I, I just, it's just such an unfair stereotype well, black because women- all the, although- all Black the light women skinned women I know yeah. have attitudes.
0: <laughs> what light skinned <laughs> women do you know have attitudes?
1: Me, number one. You can put me on the list. I'm first. <laughs> oh, so you light skinned, you're supposed to be nice. No.
0: No, no, my sister no. ain't nice.
1: I don't know. My sister lie. ain't
0: nice. I, not I, at no. all. Mm-mm. I'm not nice. <laughs> she ain't. See, I'm different. I'll be kind of fakeish. I will do small talk and like, Hey, how you mm-hmm. doing? And this like that. My sister no. ain't like that. My no. not, I'm not going to waste my much, time. Yeah. She is very much our father's child. Yes. She's very much like dad. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, so th- that's what it is. You just, you carry off an aggressive demeanor and that's probably the reason why you don't see yourself. These stereotypes, don't. Yeah. These stereotypes. Yeah. You know. Anyway,
1: they're unfair
0: they're and fair. they're untrue. Well, and,
1: and as stereotypes sometimes are, Yeah. sometimes yeah. they'd be hitting the nail right. Yeah, th- I was just
0: about to say that sometimes
1: <laughs> they be
0: true. My friends so, are crazy. Cause I guess out of my three friends, my three closest friends, the the guys that, that, that I've kind of grown up with, I might be the lighter skin out of the bunch. And that was definitely are. the case. Well, no, no, no. That was definitely the case when I was younger. I feel mm-hmm. like the older I'm getting, I'm doing the reverse of you. No. The older you get, you keep getting lighter and lighter. The older You're I get, I'm getting darker and darker. And you are. There's delusional. a picture of the three of us, and my one friend who was calling me light skin, I'm like, bro, we are literally the same shade. He's like, no, we're not. I was like, look at this picture. I don't want to look at it. We're not the same shade. I was like, we're the same shade. I'm not light skinned Back in the day, I was a little bit more yellow, but I'm telling you, I get I get a lot of sun, so I, I'm carrying myself. You know, I mean, darker.
1: just just. The- <laughs> <laughs> You're being delusional. Nope, it's just the the vehement like just like abhorrence almost of being light. It's just like, <laughs> no, I'm not light skinned. Don't call me that. You know, like it's very <laughs> like we got
0: any control, like there's any control over it whatsoever. Done. I mean Done. you can't make yourself darker.
1: Uh, no, but I do like a tan. I do a tan.
0: I do. I get no. I get dark but anyway and
1: i i've been trying and it
0: just <laughs> were, i've been trying you, to in get, columbia. you were in columbia and you still couldn't get dark didn't didn't get a shade
1: darker did not get one <laughs> shade darker and i was probably as close to the sun as a person can get on on planet earth and i did not nothing happened
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is enough of this colorism discussion, because this is not what I want to talk about. I didn't want to be self-involved. You
1: did. You said, uh, you, said you want to come in and I, I was uh, you choosing, choosing violence. violence. Yes.
0: I was choosing violence. So it, <laughs> if you hear the exasperation in my voice, it's, it's for a reason. And mm-hmm. anybody that's a fan of this show understands that I am a defender of the LGBTQ plus community. Yes, I will always be a defender. And it's not just that community. Guess what? Any marginalized community, I'm going to be a defender of. Whether Mm -hmm. I'm a part of that community or not, whether I can identify with that community or not. I don't identify with Jewish people because I'm not Jewish, but I'm still going to be a defender of anti-Semitism. I'm not not a a Native American. Yeah. I'm not, well, not going to
1: defend anti Semitism, but you're going to no, be I'm an defend,
0: ally. Defend. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to defend against anti Semitism. Excuse yes. me. That's what I meant to, But that's how riled up I am. I'm going over yeah. my words. So, this past weekend in, in British Columbia, uh, in this Kalawana, British Columbia, there was a track meet, and these were like eight, nine, 10 year old kids. Yeah. And one of the girls had just could pleaded in a shotgun. Put competition, and then a gentleman in the stands started yelling out, "That person's transgender. That person's transgender." Plot uh, twist. Plot twist. Yeah, this was not a transgender girl at all. This was just a little girl, but she was wearing what is called a pixie cut. Can you describe to me what that is? Short haircut. haircut. Yeah, yeah short haircut. Yes. So she was wearing a short haircut, and this man and woman was going on and on about mm-hmm. her being trans and saying that she'd be disqualified and saying that the mother should verify the birth certificate. And everybody said, no, that's that's a, that's a girl, not a yeah. trans girl. Uh, I don't know how to... A cis girl. A yeah, cis, cis girl. Yeah, a cis girl. uh For those people that don't understand what cisgender is...
1: It means you identify as the... Uh... Your ad- your gender identity is the same as your birth sex.
0: There you go. Um, so I am a cis male. I am um, a cis this, female. Right. This young lady was a cis female, but mm-hmm. was being accused of being transgender. And 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 this really has nothing to do with the transgender community because this particular girl wasn't part of this community. But it does it because does. if people because this here, is the
1: kind of violence right that they have to endure on a daily basis
0: for just existing in the world. And the cases of actual transgender people playing sports, it's not really that high. It's The just, percentage is you know, less than 3%, not even 3%. I think it's closer to 1% or 2% of people that are participating in sports are actually transgender. So this is not an epidemic like the right, because these people, when they were out there complaining, uh, mm-hmm. It just so happened that this uh, young girl did have two mothers. So I guess the mothers were part of the LGBTQ plus uh, community. Yeah, uh, And these people were saying that they were groomers and that they mutilated the genitals. And when this girl was a cisgender girl and this situation affected her so much, she was shaking, she was crying. The people wouldn't let, this one gentleman wouldn't let up. The parents told him to leave. Personally, if I was there, I would have whooped his ass. Send me to jail, Personally. whatever you got to do. I would have whooped his ass because I'm just choosing violence on a lot of these situations. But yeah. like the girl was just participating in the sports, was attacked, mm-hmm. be- attacked because he was wearing a, a short haircut and, and didn't fare well after that. And, and who would? She's nine years old. Yeah.
1: And, and and let's just say she was a nine-year-old trans girl.
0: I was going to go there, but let's do it.
1: So I think everybody knows that the answer to trans participation in sports is not like an easy question to answer. Like everybody's got kind of like, yeah. You know, I mean, which sports are we talking about? Is it an unfair advantage? We don't. I mean, there's really no easy answer because it's a territory that we just haven't been in. On on any like large scale, you're attacking a child.
0: It's a child. This is a child, not even in double digits. Hasn't had the tenth birthday yet.
1: And this is again another example of how we as grown-ass people are not protecting children out there. And it doesn't matter what kind of child. It doesn't matter who, what, where. I don't care who that child is. That's a child, and you're an adult, and you look ridiculous. And you are 100% correct. I, too, would have whooped this person's ass.
0: That's what I said from the top of the show. Choosing violence. I... The governor of Illinois did a commencement speech uh, at Northwest University, and I'm going to paraphrase um, one of the defining points of uh, what he was saying. He was making a point of looking at idiots to be successful in life, look at idiots and do the opposite of what they do. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, how can you identify an idiot? Because, I mean, idiots can fool us. They can come off as intelligent or smart, uh, but then actually not be that. And he says, you look at the nicest person in the room Mm -hmm. and they tend to be the smartest person in the room. And you look at the cruelest person in the room. That's the idiot. So these people that are so cruel and I'm not just talking about the people in the LGBTQ community. I'm talking about people that are attacking kids. Yeah. That defend guns over kids. I'm talking yeah. about the people that attack um, minorities. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm talking about the people that attack any marginalized group. Cruelly. They're the idiots, the idiots like the people in the Southern Baptist Council just voted out two churches in their conference. Why? Because the churches were led by women pastors.
1: That's a real story. Yeah, Yeah, that was a real story
0: that Uh, that, that, that because it just happened yesterday. It had been something that had been going down the pike uh, that they had Mm -hmm. been voting on. But the Southern Baptist Conference or council or something like that decided to vote. And one of the women pastors had been a pastor at that particular church since 1993. Now, they kicked out the church from this particular group. I'm sure the women are still going to be pastors. It just kicked out of the Southern Baptist Council. Um, well, or conference well, or whatever it is.
1: That, that and and
0: let them women run their churches. Well, yeah, but we, this we conference, no damn council. No, <laughs> they can
1: shut up. But once hell. again.
0: Once again, cruelty. Right? Yeah. Cruelty. Yeah. So this and, the the, the governor, it, <laughs> and I'm a Christian. I will never shy away from that, no matter how. Excuse my language, God, bastard the religion has gotten, Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say some of the cruelest people in this country claim to be Christians. And I know if Jesus Christ himself came back to earth and preached the things that he preached in the Bible, he'd be called a socialist, a communist, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 a child molester because he would defend people in the LGBTQ community. community. He might even go to a drag brunch, right? Like he would be ostracized, but they swear that they're living a life based off of his teachings. They're not. They're not.
1: Uh, They're not. (laughs) Because it's like they never even cracked open part two of the Bible. (laughs) Honestly, all them words in red, those are the things y'all should be reading as Christians. And you are... I don't know what parts y'all are reading, but the Jesus I know didn't say none of the stuff y'all are talking about. Ooh. None of it. If you want to have a conversation about, because they did some Gallup polling and regardless of party affiliation, you know, 50%, maybe a little bit more than 50% of people say you should play in the sport for your assigned you know your sex assigned at birth you should play in that sport okay if you want to have a conversation about that we can have a conversation about that but to cause a scene in the way that they caused the scene this husband and wife and then to attack a child
0: Mm -hmm.
1: to be told to leave refuse to leave Mm -hmm. and then to verbally attack this child's parents To operate in the world with no empathy, no decency, no civility, no sense of kindness. There's just no place for you anymore. Like we're not. Decent people are not accepting this anymore. Mm -mm. And they shouldn't be. So if they're the, the Dr. King said that the. Well, I don't want to say the worst person. I'm paraphrasing cuz I don't know the <laughs> exact quote. I don't know the exact quote. But the most dangerous person is the white moderate, right? But I would say the I most dangerous I thought he said it was the
0: white liberal. I thought he said it was the white liberal.
1: It's the moderate, the person who mm. is fine with this kind of peaceful acquiescence to the status quo. Mm. They okay. they and I would I would say it's not limited to race. It's anyone. It's it's the moderate. It's the person who is, I see the things going on. Yeah, I don't like it, but my personal life is just, my life is fine. So I'm not going to participate in these things. No, we're not making space for these kinds of people anymore. And you can no longer sit on the sidelines. You can no longer look at things not being just You can no longer look at people who just have no morals, who have lost all morality, who have lost all humanity, and ignore it any longer. We're just not making space for these people anymore. So when we say we're choosing violence, like we literally mean that. The way Mm -hmm. I would have A, had my phone on, live on TikTok, and been cussing this man out from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, you have no idea. (laughs) You are so lucky I was not there. This is in
0: British Columbia. It's it's in Canada, which by
1: the way. Can I find British Columbia on a map? And no. I know the general (laughs) area.
0: (laughs) All right, time out. Where is the general area then? Canada. (laughs) (laughs) But it's western, it's western Canada. So think Vancouver is on the west coast. Vancouver is in British Columbia. So it's on the west coast. It's on the west coast of Columbia.
1: There you have it.
0: <laughs>
1: the west coast of Canada. there yeah okay sure yeah but it, it also shows you that this is not just things that happen in the U.S.
0: well it's close These, to the U.S. but yes it's, it's not things the, that just happen
1: it's, it's not just happening in the U.S. It's not just people in the U.S. it's not just a Republican Democrat thing it's not just a conservative liberal thing this is a, a global issue of this
0: Idiots in- versus smart people.
1: Well, an increase in bigotry, an increase in um racism and sexism and homophobia and transphobia, and it's a it's just this steady decline in the morality of just humanity. It's not like we were that great to begin with, because we just weren't, but you're you're seeing this steady decline. A loss of moral compass everywhere. It's happening everywhere.
0: Yeah, it is. Shout out to Garth Brooks. Why? What,
1: Gar- I would love Garf? to know.
0: Yeah, I love okay. me some Garth I'll...
1: Brooks, but I would love to know.
0: Garth Brooks has a bar. And, you know, he's a world renowned country singer.
1: And just, I want to just point out it's Garth with an F for Black people. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, so Garth Brooks has a bar, and local people. I, I don't know where this bar is, because I'm not. I'm not about to look it up. I want to say in Tennessee, but maybe not. But uh, right. it's in the country. It's in a, where they like country music. That's what I know for sure. Yeah, uh, it's definitely they there. Asked, they asked him, would he be selling Bud Light? Because you know, Bud Light has this controversy where they gave a, a transgender person one can. By the way, yeah. A, celebra- a celebratory uh, transgender person, one can, and then the right decided that they were going to attack Bud Light, and you had Kid Rock shooting Bud Light, and you had the, the worst person in the world, Marjorie Taylor Greene, running over Bud Light in the car, or something like that. Um, he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna serve Bud Light in my car, and I welcome everybody from the LGBTQ plus community. We preach mm-hmm. love here at this bar, and if you're not about that love, then you can go somewhere else." So Garth. Sticking up for the cause. I like that. Shout out to you, Garf. All right, Jay, it happened. It happened on Tuesday. His ass got indicted.
1: And I've been chuckling ever since. I told you about my favorite word, schadenfreude, which is Mm -hmm. taking personal pleasure in the suffering of others. And I have just been
0: chuckling. (laughs) Well,
1: good old time.
0: 37 counts. And uh, 37 federal counts. Mm -hmm. And of those federal counts, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me pull it up. Well, I had it. Hold on as we, uh, hold on as we pass time. I had it. in in there and then it uh, disappeared on me. Okay, here we go. He had, 20, he had 37 charges related to mishandling of classified documents ap- mm-hmm. after leaving the White House. The indictment le- alleges that Trump unlawfully retained government secrets, obstructed justice, and made false statements to the FBI. He's accused of sharing classified map related to the military operation, storing boxes of classified documents at his Mary Largo home without proper security, and defying requests from the Justice Department to hand over the documents. He has also allegedly taped his aide who is uh, also charged in an indictment to help hide the boxes of records. So I've been watching a lot of news coverage on this and a lot of legal analysts said this indictment would have never happened had he just given the documents back to the Justice Department when they requested Mm them. They said, hey man, yeah, you got some stuff you're not really supposed to have we're going to need that back. No, I don't. No, you do. You, you got them. You absolutely and, and, do. And we're going to need those back. No, I don't got them. Uh, okay. Okay, then. Then Trump on the background. Hey, man, go ahead and hide these boxes from these folks because they might try to come get them. And guess what? They came to come get them. Mm-hmm. And, and I know a lot of people out there, uh, a lot of Republicans out there are, are saying, he, he didn't do anything worse than what uh, Biden is doing. First of all, Biden had some documents from back when he was a senator. He gave them back. The Justice Department was like, hey, we need these. He gave them back. And the next thing people are going to say was Hillary Clinton in those emails. They had classified documents. Listen, no, listen. She had class- some classified information, but she didn't have any classified documents. There's completely two completely different things.
1: Listen, let's say, for the sake of argument, that there was some sort of wrongdoing on the part of Hillary Clinton or our current president, Joseph Robinette Biden.
0: Joey Beans.
1: One person committing a crime does not negate the crimes of another person. It's not an argument. It's not an argument. And, okay, what if they choose to indict Biden? Would you then be fine with them indicting Trump? No, of course you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. It doesn't matter because that's where this argument... I mean, I have watched Republicans over this past week just...
0: Boy. Not all of them. Not all of them.
1: Not all of Cause, them.
0: Cause Chris Christie is killing them. <laughs> <laughs> Chris <Christie. laughs> He's like, oh, you wanted you? to make that you wanted to make that little joke about me eating food and giving a speech at the same right. time. Okay. I'ma choose violence. Chris has yes. chosen. Absolute violence.
1: Right. So not all of them. With it, there's there's Chris Christie. So not all of them. Also, I uh I had an opportunity our, our brother was listening to it, uh Yesterday, I believe uh, the podcast of uh, Michael Steele.
0: Uh, okay, the former head of the, the Republican RNC, yeah, the yeah, Republican yeah, yeah.
1: National Committee. Yes,
0: yeah.
1: flaming them, flaming yeah. them, flaming them. Uh, but the watching them contort themselves to make this all make sense to them to prove that this is simply the weaponization of the department of justice and not boy, you read the indictment, which I have.
0: <laughs> you read all that. I, I'm going to be honest with I, you. 40, I it's
1: 47 it. pages. And let me tell you, it's <laughs> a hell of a read. And not only that you can, uh, on YouTube, there are people who will read it to you. Like they've recorded videos of them. reading oh, okay. it to, So right. you, if you don't want to sit and read it yourself, I recommend it because it's, <laughs> It's good stuff. Okay. (laughs) They got got them. They got them dead to rights. I don't think anyone who reads now what's going to be the future of this, of the actual trial. You know, we didn't get a great judge for the arraignment. Um, This, this judge has a history of bending over backwards
0: for Trump. It was a Trump appointee. It was one time. It was one time. It was one time of,
1: in a similar case.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, and so, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that this is even going to go forward before the election.
0: Uh, we don't uh, know. Well, he's So, under the law, you have the right for time to prepare for your trial. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. He's already got a trial that's going to be in New York. Mm-hmm. So you can't try somebody in back to back cases without giving him proper time to prepare for the second case. And he's having trouble getting lawyers to defend him in Florida because he's got a track record of not paying folks. Mm-hmm. He's got a, he got a long track for track record of not paying folks. So and, and burning his lawyers. And yeah. throwing them underneath the bus, so yeah, that that will be the reason why there won't be a trial before the election, uh, just because you can't try that man in back to back cases in a year and a half, not these type of cases. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him that little reprieve.
1: Right. So I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, I'm black. Do I have a lot of faith <laughs> in the justice system? No. Uh and this is still a rich white man in America. So honestly, I don't know what's gonna happen with it. But in the meantime, I boy, I mean, documents in on the toilet, just <laughs> everywhere, just everywhere. I think
0: uh Kevin he bat- McCarthy he, he, doc- bat- he bathomized. He bath- Classified the, the classified documents, documents. and if, if y'all have... don't know what bathmize is, back in the day before we had cell phones, mm-hmm. when you was going to the bathroom to do number two, you would take some reading material with you. That's yes. when, you, when you read the TV guide, Jet magazine. That was a good reading material. We was in the bathroom, uh, Ebony, and then later Vibe. <laughs> I lived in a black household. That's that's what we and Better Homes and Garden was also in, in our bathroom. But that's what you did. He but once you took it in the bathroom, you couldn't, it stayed in the bathroom after that. You can't you can not bring it back into the family room or the living room. It's been yeah. bathomized.
1: It's been bathroomized. That's he bathomized the
0: classified documents. But let me just
1: real quick, Bruce. Okay. Listen to this exchange. Okay. Trump. Wait a minute. Let's see here. Staffer, laughter, yeah. Trump, I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Staffer, mm-hmm. Trump, except like highly confidential. He's, this is a conversation he's having with a staffer, mind you, about all these documents just everywhere. Staffer, yeah. Laugher, laughter. Trump, secret. This is secret information. Look, look at this. You attack and... <laughs> By the way, isn't this incredible? I was just thinking because we were talking about it. You know, he said he wanted to attack country A and what? That he knew that this is fully confidential, classified secret information about Mm -hmm. intelligence operations, different operations we have going on around the world. And he's just showing it to people, Bruce. Mm -hmm. He's just showing it. It's in the ballroom. You think that ballroom was locked? No. He might go to that ballroom. I think it was Kevin McCarthy who said, uh, well, uh, he had it in the bathroom. What do you have to say about that? And Kevin McCarthy said, well, you know, the bathroom door locks. It locks from the inside. (laughs) It won't lock from the damn outside. That's not secure. The bathroom (laughs) at Mar-a-Lago is not secure. That's not a secure facility. He should have gave the documents back. But he can't Imagine a world of which he has to comply with anyone's request. And that mm-hmm. is why he is in the situation that he is in today. And I think it's hilarious.
0: It is hilarious. But uh, I will say that I do have he did say one thing that's right. Mm-hmm. OK. Uh, and I touched on this on my YouTube exclusive show, Rapid Reflections, that you can watch when you subscribe to the YouTube channel at Unsolicited, at, at unsolicited Perspectives. YouTube.com backslash at unsolicited perspectives rapid reflections check it out. Um, <laughs> but he's absolutely right that the FBI is corrupt. Yeah, People in the black community have always you known know that. Is. Is, yeah, like yeah. COINTELPRO is a documented program that the FBI ran from 1956 to 1971, where they routinely attacked social political organizations in this country. That were typically helping marginalized people mm-hmm. at the behest of J. Edgar Hoover
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, using disinformation and unlawful uh, imprisonment and even assassination. This is it. it look it up. COINTELPRO. Yeah. It's a legitimate program. So when he says the FBI is corrupt, there's a history of the FBI being corrupt. This ain't yeah. the time. <laughs> this, because he did that shit. But yeah. that's my yeah. one S for the for the show. That's yeah. my one S for the show. Because he did that. This yeah. is the situation where the FBI was corrupt. But he is right. The FBI does have a history of being corrupt and using dirty pool to get there to get their targets.
1: Yeah, but you got to understand, they're fine with that, and they've been fine with that when it's directed towards Dr. King or the Black Panthers or. Or move, you know, Native Americans, or, or or Native or, Americans, or when they're when we're spying and doing things like that domestically on uh, marginalized groups, they're fine with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fine with that.
1: <laughs> what do, do you mean? Because
0: those people sh- are bad people. We have to make sure that they can't rise up and take over. We have to mm-hmm. keep them in check. That's literally mm-hmm. what COINTELPRO was. It was originally <laughs> used to combat the Ku Klux Klan. And even I have to say. Even though, of course, I'm completely against the Ku Klux Klan, you can't take away somebody's civil liberties to get them. Can't you? No, no. See, you're doing the same thing the Trump people are doing, right? (laughs) You can't say say it's wrong for them to do it to the Black Panthers and the Southern Poverty League and all that other stuff and then say it's okay to be used against the Ku Klux Klan. I think it's apples
1: and oranges. The Ku Klux Klan was literally murdering people.
0: This is true. You this know what I'm true. saying? But the, they have rights too. The I Black mean Panthers were offering free lunch. You're right. It's not the same. It, but it's it's dirty pool either way. That's all I'm saying. If we're gonna be fair, let's be fair. If we're gonna be fair, let's be fair.
1: No, because life's not fair. <laughs>
0: Especially if you're mar, if you're part of that marginalized group. But he is right. The FBI has a history of being, you know, corrupt. This is just not the, this is this is a situation where that's not the case. Because mm-hmm. he did that. He did all of it. But he's not going to go down for it. And it's crazy yeah. because the federal government has a conviction rate that is unlike anything that you've ever seen in your life. They don't bring cases against you unless they're almost guaranteed to win. Um, when you when people talk about John Gotti beat them and Nikki Barnes beat them, no, they beat state, ca- state cases. When the federal government came after them, they went down. You go down if the federal government comes after you. Federal government is coming after him. Yeah. And even some starch Republican, even Mike Pence was like, hey, look, <laughs> Mike Pence was like, hey, look, I don't know if I trust everything the Justice Department and the FBI is doing, but this doesn't look good. <laughs> That's what he said. He said it doesn't look good. And they said, well, if you're elected president, will you pardon uh, Trump? And he was like, it's a little too early to talk about that type of stuff. <laughs> Basically, that was, his, that was your answer. No, he is not. Bill Barr said he was toast. Bill Barr, yeah. of course, Trump appointee to the Justice Yeah, but he fired Bill Barr. See, some of these people that come after Trump are are people... There is nobody that's been a supporter, a ride or die, that's turned on Trump. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the Kevin McCarthys and the Marjorie Taylor Greens and, and the Tim Scotts.
1: Yeah, I think the <laughs> most we got was... Um, Oh God! His former attorney, who just would not go away,
0: Michael Cohen. And I'm not
1: talking. Yes, I, I thought you were going to say Rudy Giuliani, and I'm not talking about Rudy. Uh, nah. Never talking about Rudy.
0: Um, Rudy <laughs> yeah. might not be. Like, I think. I think they're going to take away. Either they did, or they're getting ready to take away his uh, law license.
1: Yeah, they should. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's clearly not. And here's the thing. All there.
0: Rudy was a federal prosecutor. Hmm. I knew Rudy was dirty because I could go back. I go back and watch these mob documentaries and he's notorious for taking down the mob. You know, he used so much dirty pool to take down the mob. He literally would lie on certain mobsters saying that they were government informants because he knew that he was putting a death sentence on them to make them testify against their people. Yeah, He's, he's Trump's kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he's a dirty, po- like, okay, I will give Trump the credit. Some of these federal prosecutors, man, the reason why they get such strong conviction is they be, they be on some other stuff. However, Trump did that shit. <laughs> I don't know yeah, he did not Say it. He, did, he did it. He did that. He did it. And there ain't he no other it. ways around it. <laughs> All right, folks, to end the show, we're going to talk about a twenty five point six million dollar award against Starbucks in this recent lawsuit. And this goes all the way back to the two black men in the Philadelphia Starbucks who were uh, arrested because they were having a business meeting there and they were like, we want to use the bathroom. And Starbucks was saying, now you got to buy something and they were like, no, you don't have to buy some of these other people didn't buy anything. Everybody in here chilling. And then they called the yeah. cops on them and they were arrested. And then the Starbucks CEO came out and he he gave a formal apology and came met with the two guys and was just like, hey, I'm sorry.
1: And it's if you remember, if you remember, they even closed all the Starbucks for one yes. day while everybody did racial bias training. I mean they Starbucks really took this seriously and according to this uh, new lawsuit they took it way too too damn seriously.
0: Wait, they they took it too damn far. <laughs> they took uh, it way too far. Because Shannon Phillips, who was the regional manager for the Starbucks in the area, was awarded 600,000 in compensatory damages and 25 million in punitive damages and she could still get some more. Mm-hmm. Um she was fired because she was a regional manager. And for those people that, that that can't conceptualize what a regional manager is, there's a regional manager, there's a district manager, there's a store manager. So a store manager manages a store. Yes. So there was one person that actually managed the store that discriminated against these two black gentlemen. There's a district manager that, that handles the store, you know, Starbucks is like on every corner. So a district yes. manager could just be the manager in a certain section of the city that right. manages, you know, a couple of the stores. A regional manager is the manager that manages a couple of states of stores, mm-hmm. right? They fired her. Regional they fired, manager. They fired the regional manager and they put in somebody else in place and then they fired the uh district manager as well mm-hmm. both were white yes i love saying this now plot twist the store manager was actually black mm-hmm. so she sued shannon phillips who was the regional manager sued based off of racial discrimination saying that she was fired because she was white and she won a lawsuit and um i agree with her
1: yeah and listen, this is, yeah, because she's absolutely right. That's exactly what they did. I mean, uh, according to NPR's reporting, the lawsuit alleged Starbucks was taking steps to punish white employees who worked in the area in an effort to convince the community that it had properly responded to the incident. I mean, this is really a slap in the face to those two men and to black folks in general. Yeah, Because we're not looking to punish white people or to see white people, especially ones who did nothing wrong. Contrary to what drugs. some white
0: people believe, black people really don't want to punish you if black yeah. people became the majority guess what white people y'all lives still gonna be the same Absolutely except the, the fact same. there's gonna be a little bit more equality in the world but nothing's gonna happen to you guys because that's not who we are
1: i mean the, your worst fear already happened we had a black president and what happened nothing nothing happened to you
0: well some <laughs> some people say some some people say that it was the worst time in American history, like the, those eight years we, we were living in a bit. Some people say that that was the terror dome.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it just really wasn't. This was not it wasn't. The, the whole the country didn't turn into Mad Max like nope, we were didn't. fine. Everybody Absolutely was fine. fine. What 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 black people want in situations like this is for the right people to be held accountable for racist behavior and for weaponizing the police. That is what go. we want. What we want is the end of systems built on and, and, and maintained by by white supremacy. That is what we want. That is not let's find as many white people that weren't involved in this but are in positions What's of all power at all and get rid of them so that black people will be happy. What are you talking about? It's like taking Uncle Ben off the box. We didn't ask for that. Nobody asked for that. <laughs> I think. I think their initial response of you know shutting down for racial bias training. Um, they settled with the gentleman. They the and, they and,
0: and offered to give them free college tuition, tuition. yeah. And they and those two gentlemen celebrated. I mean, celebrated, <laughs> settled with the city of Philadelphia for mm-hmm. one dollar. Mm -hmm. and a promise for Philadelphia to put program $200,000 of programs for people that are minorities and want to be entrepreneurs in the city. So these, these young black men weren't out here trying to get the system, right? Like not at all. They were just, they were two young entrepreneurs just trying to do something with their life. They did not want, (laughs) <laughs> they did not. I guarantee you if they get interviewed, they, they didn't want this. And it made it so bad. What makes it even worse is a district man. The, the store manager who was black, by the way, mm-hmm. the store manager that I don't know if he I don't think that he called the cops on them. Somebody else did. But he was the manager of that particular store mm-hmm. said of the regional manager. yeah, she's beloved. I don't know why yeah. they fired her.
1: Yeah. Well, because they wanted to just round up. White people of some position and influence, and then get rid of them. Does nobody ask for that? Yeah, we—they already had gotten a formal apology from the CEO, a personal apology from the CEO. Like you did, you did the thing. You did 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 the right things.
0: You did good. You could have just
1: stopped there.
0: (laughs) Right, right. And actions like this, where you where you start attacking white people who have nothing to do with it, and are innocent of any wrongdoing whatsoever. When you start to do things like this, that's how you have people that start to go against Mm -hmm. the movement of equality for all people because she absolutely was punished for something that she had nothing to do with. And, and I, I guess if I was her, you could absolutely develop feelings of I had nothing to do with this. They're just protecting those black people. And guess yeah. what? She would have been absolutely right in feeling that way because that's exactly what they did. Yeah. So oh, y'all thought y'all thought we was gonna go on here and say that she was wrong for suing. Oh hell no. no. She was absolutely right. And I think she should get even more money. Get them for all the money. She should be the owner of Starbucks.
1: Oh, yeah, that back pay and that future pay. Yes. Yes. Go ahead and yes. give me that. Go ahead and run my coins because <laughs> y'all tried to have me set up another manager who was white. To take the fall, who had nothing mm-hmm. to do with it. I refused to do so. And then he fired me? Okay.
0: Okay. Actually, Starbucks, this is this is actually worse.
1: It's worse. what it actually
0: happened. It's worse than what actually happened in the store.
1: Yeah. This,
0: this is response worse.
1: is worse. Yeah. This looks terrible. And whoever is responsible for it, actually responsible for it. They need to go. And I'm and, and listen, we don't care if the manager of the store was Black or if the person who called the police was Black. It, that's irrelevant. It's, it's about irrelevant. the weaponization of the police. Yes. That's what it's about. It's about calling the police on two Black men for things that you wouldn't have called the police for if it was two white men. And if their white colleague had shown up a little sooner, I bet you would never have called the police.
0: And and check this out. When we talk about the systems of white supremacy. And y'all get on here. Actually, it's not y'all, but people in general that defend defend the cops. And they say that he should have just he should have just put his hands up or followed or obeyed the cops orders when cops kill black people and then they say, well, there were some Black people there too. You do realize that white supremacy, people can become a victim in that white supremacy. And that includes Black people. And I'm yeah. not talking about the people that actually get shot. I'm talking about sometimes it's people that actually pull the trigger. And maybe the store manager called, maybe he didn't call. But to think that, that he wouldn't still hold the principles of white supremacy because he's in that system mm-hmm. would be fraudulent. Yes, there are some Black people out there Newsflash: There are some black people out there that uphold the systems of white supremacy in this country. Yes, there's one it's on a, the Supreme it's a thing. Court. There's one on the Supreme Court. You know, I wouldn't go and, and attack Clarence Thomas, but pff, this dude, man, he's in—he's in the—he's in, the, in the for real sunken place. Yeah. If y'all don't know what the sunken place is, watch Get Out.
1: Yeah. If you haven't seen Get Out yet, but you—but you watch this show. <laughs> like it feels like the people who watch the show have definitely seen get out
0: um maybe not
1: i feel like it's i don't know i feel like if you if you watch the show and you or you listen to this show wherever you get your podcast uh and it resonates with you on some level you've seen get out like i just feel like you've seen it
0: I know, I'm, I'm trying to think of people that listen to this show. No, there are absolutely people that listen to this show that I know personally that I'm pretty sure I've never seen Get Out.
1: Well, then I will only chalk that up to you don't like horror and suspense.
0: Or maybe they just didn't know anything about it. Like that's I, a possibility as well.
1: No, Get Out was everywhere when it came out. It was just Get, Get was Out just Get everywhere. was everywhere in the Black yeah. community. All right, No, so... Get Out was everywhere. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> All right. Look, we've been talking about some serious stuff from the jump. I want to end the show on something really sweet and innocent. Oh, God. My sister doesn't know anything about this. So just gonna be surprised. Forte. This is a story that I that I saw on Twitter. Could it be true? Maybe. Pro- could it not be true? Possibly. Could it be true? Very possibly. I believe the premise of this story is absolutely true. And it goes to my larger point that I'm going to make after I read the story. So here we go. It's a woman telling a story about getting a doll for her daughter. Nick and I told Sophia that after one whole month of going poop on the potty, she could pick, I'm sorry, that's <laughs> poop. That just makes me laugh. Poop yeah. on the potty, she could pick out a specialized prize at Target. She of course picked out a new doll. The obsession is real. While we were checking out, the cashier looked at Sophia if she was going looked at Sophia and asked if she was going to a birthday party. We both gave her a blank stare, Nikki, and I, whoever I is, those -hmm. are the parents. The Mm -hmm. parents gave the cashier a blank stare, okay? Uh, Because I'm reading this as the person wrote it. Just follow me here, okay? Yeah, we get it, yeah. (laughs) She then pointed to the doll and asked Sophia, talking about the cashier again, she then pointed to the doll and asked Sophia if she picked her doll out for a friend. Sophia continued to stare blankly and let the cashier know that she that she was a prize for Sophia being fully potty trained. The woman gave me a puzzled look and turned to Sophia and asked, are you sure this is the doll you want, honey? Sophia finally found her voice. This is where the story gets a little like I don't know, Sophia found her voice. She just finished potty training. So she ain't maybe. No, maybe. let me
1: tell you, toddlers.
0: They'll tell you about yourself. Okay. Sophia finally found her voice and said, yes, please. The cashier replied, but she doesn't look like you. We have lots of other dolls that look more like you. I immediately became angry, but before I could say anything, Sophia responded with, yes, she does. She's a doctor, like I'm a doctor, and I'm a pretty girl, and she's a pretty girl. See her pretty hair? See her stethoscope? Thankfully, the cashier decided to uh, to drop the issue and just answer, oh, that's nice. Sophia, the little girl, is a little white girl, and she mm-hmm. chose a little black doll.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whether the story is true... I'm,
1: I'm, I assuming, Doc, this... I'm, I'm assuming Doc McStuffins.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Doc
1: McStuffins is based on a cartoon, a little girl. She is a doctor for, uh, for uh, her stuffed animals, and it's a... Very adorable. They come to life. It's very popular.
0: I'm sure Dora the Explorer sold lots with little white kids, right? So so does Doc McStuffins. They love it. If you go to a playground, if you go to an elementary school, kids play with each other based off of if they like each other. It's not based off of race or religion or anything. Kids just like, are you cool? Can I have fun with you? Let's go play.
1: Yeah, let me tell you. I I was watching my godson, my nephew. He's five. Uh, walk up to another little boy and said, "Hi, my name is dot dot dot. Do you want to play?" And the little boy said, "Yes." And they ran off together. And I said, "You can't do that after 30.
0: <laughs> well, I it wish, depends on where you are. Depends I depends where you are.
1: It was that easy to make friends.
0: Actually, after thirty. Go to a sex party. That's easy to do. You want to go play with me? Yeah.
1: Well okay. Well, I guess I I guess there's exceptions to every rule. what I'm
0: saying is, yes. Kids
1: don't they just don't have those barriers. We put them up for them. We do that. It's learned. And that's and that's an instance where she could have possibly put that, that cashier could have put that barrier up for that child. Mm-hmm. One, it's none of your business who she bound that doll for. Just ring it yeah. up, baby. You, Just,
0: you, you work at Target. You're a cashier at mm-hmm. Target. Just like, do your damn job.
1: No, I mean. we can go
0: to the self checkout. I can go to the self checkout. We
1: could have done that. I wanted. You don't a, have
0: to have a job.
1: I wanted an interaction. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want this interaction. Right. But. That's us putting these barriers up for children. Mm-hmm. And you know, full circle moment going back to the first thing we talked about about um the the uh, the parent little accosting girl. the little girl at the mm-hmm. track meet. Yeah. That could have been another instance of him creating this barrier in the mind of this child. Luckily, mm-hmm. I believe she has two parents, two loving moms that would explain to her this situation, how a, it's not her fault. A it is there's nothing wrong with being trans. If that's who you are and b that that man is ignorant mm-hmm. and don't internalize this. There's nothing wrong with you or how you present or who you are at all. And luckily This this child at the target had two parents that just stared blankly at this person and let their child speak. They let their child stand up for herself and say, no, 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 no. She's a doctor like I'm a doctor.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mind your business.
0: Mind your business.
1: I like the way you.
0: I like the the way you tied that in, how we how we did the last segment. You tied in the first segment. That's good. You're getting good at this. You're getting good at this getting (laughs) (laughs) but on that note what do you want to tell the people out there
1: well we got uh father's day coming up that's right so happy father's day to all the fathers and and father figures out there you are important and you are needed um shout out to all the people who don't have their fathers or are estranged from their fathers uh that could be a hard day for you Mm -hmm. just know that you are loved uh Juneteenth is coming up, right? And because I am my ancestors' wildest dreams, I am not working. I have to, I've taken that day off.
0: Well, it's a but, national holiday.
1: Yeah, but we don't have it off. Mm, yeah.
0: trifling. Yeah, trifling.
1: I, it. Like, hey, I don't know. I'm <laughs> taking it off, right? And I'm still getting paid. So
0: okay, they, you know, I don't know how that. Well, that just means you're um, using your vacation set, time.
1: No, well, yes. okay (laughs) i'm using my but but i have vacation time again this is something my ancestors did not
0: have (laughs) okay you're right they didn't there was no vacations
1: okay there was no days off there were no days off (laughs) especially for them folks down there in texas who found out two years after emancipation that they were free you what? Didn't know what Juneteenth for was two left. years. Yeah, no,
0: you are gonna have to pay me for what I did for these two years.
1: They didn't get no back pay. They
0: no, they didn't get, get, no, get no back pay. No, they didn't
1: get a damn did. thing. None of us have ever Not, gotten a damn thing.
0: Uh, don't get me started on that. How black people <laughs> are the country, only people, the only group of people in this country that has never gotten any form of reparations. No, been we discriminated against. Every day. other group that's been discriminated against in this country has gotten some form of reparations, except for black people. We just got a museum.
1: In DC, <laughs> <laughs>
0: you <laughs> ain't lying.
1: Okay, so, so so
0: okay. Well, what do you? Uh, so that was your exit? Is that you're oh, just telling people about Juneteenth and well, am yeah, trying t- to wrap t- up the episode?
1: That, yeah, it, well, I wasn't finished. If you let me, I was just <laughs> gonna say just Happy Juneteenth okay, for people. Right. You know, for it coming up, people celebrating. Happy Juneteenth. <laughs> happy Father's Day. Thank you for listening to us. We really appreciate it.
0: And, shot, and yes. I will
1: see you soon.
0: Yes. We'll talk about that more on the After Hours episode, which, by yeah. the way, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com backslash unsolicited perspectives, After Hours Uncensored, and Talking Straight-ish, two shows, $5 a month, and y'all better hurry up and jump on it because the price of the brick is going up. Um, and uh,
1: and and one last thing. If you're listening, if you're listening, go hit that like button. It takes... It's about half of a, half of a, half of a second. Go, go, boop, like. not,
0: No, if they're listening, we need them to rate and review us. If they're watching, we need them to hit that like button and maybe throw a little comment.
1: Yeah, interact with us. We would like to yeah. hear from you. Uh, interact with us, like, subscribe, all the good things. We're here. Well,
0: that's, that's funny that you say interact with us because I'm going to leave on this note. On the next episode, it's just going to be me. But what am I doing? I got, not backlash is not the right right word, but people that sent in questions for that personal episode, the 50th episode, that I just didn't put on the list for you to ask me were like, why didn't you ask those? That's because I was like, because you're asking me my opinion about something. You're not asking me about me. like, mm-hmm. And I don't know that I want to give you my opinion on this. And a lot of people was like, actually, we want to hear what you, like, yeah, we, I wanted to, to hear that. It was it was two people in particular It was like, no, actually, I, I really wanted to hear what you had to say. So, the next episode is going to be me pulling some of those questions, some of those questions, and <laughs> answering them. Y'all want my very, opinion?
1: That was a very baritone sum there that it's, it's some there. Some. Because some of that these with questions were chest. ridiculous. Some yeah. of
0: these questions were ridiculous. And I'll, and I'll hit to... I might say what the questions were that were ridiculous, and I'm not going to answer. On I might add that into the episode too. But yes, so give us your feedback. Look, when you guys respond back to us, we'll respond back to you. Yeah, within reason. Yeah, within reason. But once again, like, subscribe, comment, rate us, review us, all share that us. good stuff. Sh- share us, share,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not share the singer, <laughs> not not C H E R. Right. S-H-A-R-E. Yes. I spelled that right, right?
1: Yes, you did. I wasn't <laughs> gonna say that. I was gonna <laughs> let you roll with it.
0: Well, I just had to check and make sure. You spelled on it that right. note, okay, cool. But on that note, I'll holla. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, out 5,000. Peace.